0: hello hello world thank you for tuning in to another episode of no limit radio hosted by yours truly king wizzle i'm joined by a special guest can you go ahead and introduce yourself
1: what's going on what's going on guys it's swizzy swizzy abro um dc creative photographer just uh i'm out here man i'm i'm glad to be out here with my guy
0: yep 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 thank you appreciate you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to uh you know stop by the studio or this little workspace i got here um and uh i'm definitely looking forward to chatting it up with you seeing what you know going and picking your brain a little bit so um for those of you guys that don't know swizzy right here is like one of the most i guess in my opinion premier photographers in the dc maryland virginia area um he's been doing this for how how long have you been doing this
1: man um It's been quite some time, honestly. I I feel like I really picked it up. I really picked it back up maybe 2013, I'd say. So what's that about? Just about five, five, six years. Five years that I'm kind of really doing it strong, you know. Um, Before that, it was kind of just like a, I'd say a hobby that I kind of picked up that my pops taught us. Me and my brother when we were younger, you know. Um, So we kind of had the skill set for a while, but just kind of picked it back up around 2013 awesome I'm really taking it seriously yet. awesome
0: awesome so like like we said I gotta ask why photography what made you want to do photography
1: um I feel like uh photography for me it was like my own personal um outlet in a sense you know just being able to see places and then kind of remember because I do a lot of traveling and for me it was kind of like how would I be able to like reminisce without having to like, you know, just go back to my memories in a sense, you know? So just being able to capture photographs from different perspectives and stuff like that made me appreciate the places that I was going to a little bit more. So, so
0: kind of take some pictures, put it in a memory book
1: for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it started off. And then just from there, I kind of just took it and and ran with it in a sense that, you know, the art culture has kind of, um, become so much larger than what it was at the time when I kind of was younger you know so that in itself allowed me to to kind of pursue it so
0: that's interesting that's awesome to hear and stuff like that like could you briefly like talk about I don't know like some of your favorite shoots or some of your favorite pieces or shots that you've taken just kind of briefly describe it
1: um so I pretty much do a lot of nature photography in a sense I guess landscape you you could call it um and for me like I would say that that's my my bread and butter in sense of like how I've been able to cultivate a following on social media um but the work that I've kind of done with um the Washington Post was really fun you know what I'm saying I did, I did something really cool with them for a social media campaign um I've done work with multiple artists, um, like up and coming artists um, that are good friends of mine that I've been able to help them either with with their PR stuff or just like uh, album covers and stuff like that. On top of that, I've done uh, something that I really liked uh, my brother's uh, creative. uh, He he just released a book, my brother Laku had him on the show. Mr. Um, Alaku, shout out out to Laku, man. man. Uh, Did his uh, cover art and, and like his pretty much his whole um create like the whole aesthetic of it you know right the whole book and stuff yeah briefly
0: just go into just that whole process you know being sort of like the creative director behind that project which is um i recently found out actually became number one in africa for on amazon
1: yeah that that was super dope man i feel like um bro um he's super super creative himself you know so it was really easy um working with him and kind of bouncing ideas off of each other, seeing what works and what doesn't. Um, The thing that I like the most about him is he's uh, like a real creative in terms of like not allowing me to fully take over. So he would like, you know, add his input to it and stuff like that. So at the end of it, we were able to come off with a really dope product, uh, which was his book. So the aesthetic, the the
0: aesthetic, the, the, the cover art, you know, which was a heart comprised of what would you call those little pieces Um,
1: just i'd say it's like a heart covered like multiple different smaller hearts you know just kind of different shapes of what i guess love could be in a sense you know beautiful that's
0: beautiful briefly what's your definition of love
1: man i'm not the poet brother Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know um, i gotta ask man yeah man i don't know I wish if I knew, you could brother. say if you could say yeah. in
0: your definition yeah. you know from your you know experiences through life and stuff like that how yeah. would you define love in swizzy's through swizzy's eyes
1: man uh there's so many different levels of love you know what i'm saying there's like a love between um family you know there's love between uh either a spouse or you know somebody that you're in a relationship a significant with and stuff like yeah you know, so it's uh it's, it's, it's different facets. I, I don't really, you know, go too deep into, into love per se. You know, I kind of just handle the, the aesthetics of the book and I let my bro do the, you know, do the love talk and right, stuff like that. The connecting, yeah, the, yeah, the, sure, the, the,
0: sure. The, the real connecting between yeah, yeah. him and the, the rest of the world. So yeah, yeah. that's awesome, man. Uh, how long would you say that took just kind of coming, you know, putting that whole project together between you two, you know, as far as your side, which was kind of putting like your input as far as the aesthetics and, you know, the overall makeup of the actual book itself and Alakou's um, project of him putting all his poems and stuff like that, how long would you say that
1: took? I'd say um, initially the project was about, and I know he'd started thinking about and conceptualizing it like two years ago, you know, so it's, it's been a really long time, you know, so just kind of going from there and just working on it slowly, from his perspective, you know. And then when he came to me with the concept when he finally had figured it out and where he wanted to go with it, I'd say maybe about about a year, I'd say, yeah, about a year. Okay. And we kind of figured out the aesthetic and how want everything to look and stuff. And there were still some changes that happened up until like pretty much towards the end of it, yeah. you know? So um, It's like
0: almost like a, a rapper about to drop his uh yeah. debut album, but yeah. he wants yeah. to make a last minute change to a track or verse or something like the day before the the hour before it releases that's awesome (laughs) yeah i mean i guess that's the life of the creative i don't know because
1: he couldn't get it cleared i guess yeah maybe he didn't clear a
0: (laughs) sample or anything like that we don't we don't know but that's awesome man and you know uh shouts out to him you know great project you know you did an amazing job in my opinion you know putting together that project and that book and you know leaving your i guess input you know making it known that this is a, a job you know well done by you Appreciate so that, that was bro. awesome, um, but you know, back to this photography, man, like could you just briefly describe you know sort of what you look for in an ideal shot, you know what when you're out and about and you're you know looking for that one shot, the money shot, what type of things kind of do you want to check off your list as far as like this is gonna be it for me?
1: um okay so so the way that i do my but don't show, give them everything you know you gotta, you yeah, gotta yeah, protect for, yeah for sure the brand right see see the interesting thing about that is for me i feel like if you're a creative right you can genuinely speak everything about your workflow and still an individual won't be able to recreate your art the way that you do it okay so i, so I don't mind so like okay I, I can, I could let them know what's like going that, on in my mind. I let them pick my brain, right. and, and if you're able to go and recreate something that I've done, yeah. Or I feel like imitation is a is, is, is a beautiful form of uh, flattery, flattery in, in a sense, way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'll, I'll take it. But yeah, back to what I was saying though. Um, I feel like for me, I kind of already have a concept of what I want to shoot before I step out, right? So like whether it's a, a, a night shot or if it's a shot um, during golden hour, which is like an hour before the sun goes down golden hour or which is my favorite time to shoot, by the way, because it's everybody's it's like, favorite it, time, it, right? It, it literally, <laughs> it, see the difference between everybody and like people that really understand what golden hour does for a shot is like, if you have a concept, right. Or an idea about how you want a specific like light to look or when you know how the sun works, and you know you know that, for instance, for people who don't know, like, in the middle of the day, it's a very bland time to shoot because the sun, if it's out, is right above your head, you know? It creates shadows and stuff that you really necessarily don't want. So when you utilize the shadows during golden hour, it's like, it's an automatic hit. Like, you don't have to even... You don't even have do, to make any alteration really none of that much, stuff, exactly. right? So to me, like, if I already want to go out there... During golden hour, or if I want to do a night shot with some light streaks and stuff like that, I kind of already know what I'm doing when I when I step out into to to go do a shoot. Okay,
0: so it's kind of like you're not really looking for something specific. It's more like you already have an idea, and you're gonna basically figure it out and just go out there and execute. For
1: me, it's more pre-planned. Okay, you know there there are instances though that I will say that I I have my camera on me almost all the time. Okay, and if it's something that I feel like you know I'd want to shoot. For sure, yeah, I, I go out of my way, but regularly it's pre planned for me at least.
0: Okay, so planning and execution that's yes, a, sir. an idea, a plan, and you know, a good way to go about anything. You know, whether that's I would, I would hope so, yeah, in life. Yeah. So that's that's good. I mean, a lot of planning went into this, there you know, project. So I hope I executed it right. We'll <laughs> see though. I, I like it. I like it. I though. hope so. <laughs> so, um, you know, another question. Um, so in a field that's sort of in a you know, depending i mean you could say in a field that's sort of saturated with a lot of creatives with a lot of photographers and everything like that what type of things do you feel sort of set you apart what type of things do you do or you focus on to sort of kind of separate yourself from the pack and you know ultimately kind of draws the most attention you know across
1: yeah that's a that's a very good question i feel like whenever you have your own specific um, type of shot, like for me, for instance, there's, I like to play a lot with reflections, right? Okay. So not to say that I'm the only one doing reflections, but a lot of people tend to know there's a specific type of reflection that I like to do, right? right. And regularly, if I'm going for a specific money shot or something like that, I might utilize that, you know? It's kind of like a, like a ball player that has a specific crossover that they go to, mm-hmm. you know? It's a go-to move. Right. If it works, it works, you know? Like Kobe's fadeaway. There we you go. Know. You know, like the AI cross. right? Exactly. So if it works, it works. And for the most part, it's been working well for me, you know, um, and also just like having a level of, you know, just confidence in your work, especially in a realm that it is very oversaturated. If you showcase and you're able to pitch, you know, a lot of brands that you want to work with, they want to work with you, the individual, you know, right. like when you're a photographer or you're a, you're a poet, you're a rapper, you're an artist, you know you are a influencer now at this point, right? Okay. You are a, an entity in a sense, right? So you have to now show them what it is that they want to, like, what are they buying into? They're buying into you. Mm. You might not necessarily be the best at what you're doing, but you're the best at presenting yourself okay. at doing that, okay. right?
0: So it's not Sorry. really like in this, sa- in this case, you could say it's not really the pictures or the you know, the actual work. It's actually in reality the man behind the camera, the or the woman or whoever it is, right.
1: Yeah. And I feel like that that's how it is with a lot of different things nowadays, you know, because how many times do you see like a ridiculously amazing, um whatever talent in some shape, way or form, they're unable to garner a following. Why? Because they're so stuck in being the artist. A lot of times, right? You have a rapper for instance. Okay. They don't market themselves the right way they might be the greatest rapper of all time Mm -hmm. but if they're not able to come out and you know exude that confidence in their stuff or or put themselves out there what ends up happening
0: they they don't show up they don't show out right right
1: so that's i feel like with anything in life if you don't have like the entire package if you're not coming with these intangible factors then you'll just be like another great photographer that can shoot but it's like. Do I, am I buying into this guy? I don't know if I'm buying into him, you
0: know? Right, right, right. So, I mean, that's kind of like, like you said, basically just kind of applies to not only photography, but just anything you know um it's not really what you do or how you do it it's really who you are as a person as a creative you know as like investors or people who you know have the money who have the power to kind of i don't know you could say push you in a sense yeah kind of catapult you or kind Mm -hmm. of get you to that next level you know they want to know who they are are you you marketable exactly
1: because now like like we know social media is such a big portion of everyone's business right right if you have an individual that is literally stuck only on artist mode, you can't have this person show up to a talk show and, and have a conversation about their art. You know what I'm saying? Because they're so stuck on wanting to be the artist. They don't understand that they themselves are bigger than their art at the time. So you want to like kind of like push yourself to a realm whereby you create a platform for yourself and now you're able to do multiple different things. Okay.
0: Now, so in my observation let's just kind of bridge this over to sort of like music for example um you know over time i've noticed that not all acts uh sort of are in the limelight so in order to be marketable you kind of happen you you happen to be in front of the world's eyes pretty frequently right? right so you know what do you say uh makes guys like drake like travis scott like the weekend these people you know people who don't really interview they don't really are too available to the rest of the world, yet they happen to be on everybody's radios. They happen to be very relevant. You know, how, how do you think, like, how do you think, like, brands, how do you think people want to go in? Like, what's their mindset, you know?
1: I, I feel like, you know... As
0: far as dealing with these people, these type okay. of... Right, right, okay.
1: So, so, so when it comes to, let's say, I would say Drake and The Weeknd are in their own realms, respectively. The reason why I say that is because Okay, Dr- Drake first off, I don't think should be compared to anybody in the realm of being an artist. He's an anomaly, right? Like th- there's not very many people that can do what he's done for the tenure that he's done it for. Mm. Um coming from an artist, like coming from an actor background turning into the biggest rap star that we know, you know, a- and for him to be able to do it for as long as he's done it, he he's different, right? The Weeknd is a prime example as to someone who was able to utilize his mystery, right? So he, he kind of played on the fact that he knew he was being a complete artist and he still used it and marketed himself that way. Mm. Now, what I'm saying is if you're an artist and you are not using that mystique right. value, you know, then you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. If you're using it to still create a brand for yourself, it's completely different. Okay. It, it could work for you. Right.
0: Yeah. Because there's some people who you know, they stayed missing. They stayed mysterious, right, right. and for right, some odd reason, for it, it just it works for yeah. It. yeah. Okay, but it's
1: also in right now too for a lot of artists. Yeah, you know, yeah. especially the Toronto guys. It's especially
0: the Toronto yeah. guys, man.
1: Yeah, no one, no one sees their faces.
0: Right, right. I mean, it's working. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, with photography, and you know, you've had a lot of success. You know, you've you, you the social media's popping for you every shot you take and you put up. It's just, you know, the reactions it blows up for you. You know. And kudos to you, Mashallah. That's that deserves credit in itself. Um, so now that you're reaching this level of, you know, you're seeing the results of your hard work and stuff like that. Now we, want, I want to ask, like, you know, how what's next for you as far as like, you know, who do you work with? Do you ever see yourself do photographers collaborate with other people with other photographers?
1: So, so mainly, um, at least from my own personal experience, I feel like the photographer community is very open. And willing to collaborate and work with people to a certain extent, you know. Okay. Just like anything, you know, you have to garner your own respective following in order for others that are big enough to want to work with you. You're not gonna just work with somebody who just started picked up a camera yesterday, you know what I'm saying? Who doesn't have a big enough following for you to be able to help each other, you know? Right. It's kinda like you're you're cross promoting on each other's platforms by working together, right? Um, but for me it's like I like the camaraderie in a sense but it doesn't really do much for me okay you know to me it's like what am i really gaining from working with a photographer unless i really truly respect their work you know and if i do respect their work it's like okay i'll go out of my way and i'll kind of work with you because i feel like it's bigger than photography you know right and it all boils down to like me genuinely like liking the person you know on a personal level liking what they stand for if their photography to me has a message behind it you know if they're not just going out here shooting things for no reason, you know, it's more like you're doing this with a purpose. You know, somebody like that I can get behind their stuff. Or if I see that they're super creative and I feel like we could work and cook up something, um, like a really cool concept, then 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 I'm down for it. Um, but regularly tend to keep to myself. I just feel like it 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 helps me. It, it makes my work better for me personally. You know what I'm saying? I don't because I, I see have a lot to of, see
0: yourself slowing down or picking up or right Right. and
1: and even like when it comes to social media a lot of stuff is very trendy like in photography oh man like like tell me about it man bro it's it's so crazy because it'll be like there's a specific type of shot that's like super hot everyone will go to this specific city and shoot this specific thing right and it's like at least if you put your own respective twist to it put your creative edge on it i could i could respect it you know but for you to go and take the exact same shot knowing full and well that someone took it when they first saw it you know and that was their that's plagiarism in a sense in a sense man and that takes that takes
0: away in my opinion sort of like the essence of art you know with art for sure it's it's this thing that's always growing it's always progression it's always pushing forward and it's always finding new ways to sort of innovate you know so we could be sitting here looking at this vase right here and you know your perspective might be different than exactly and that's what sets it apart it's not actually what it is that you may be taking a picture of but you know it's It's the angle and the perspective right yeah so yeah i could see like it's it's crazy how people sort of bite each other's swags and stuff like that and
1: but the main reason why a lot of people do that the main reason why a lot of people do that is because if they see that someone's able to like i said gain a following or something or if that picture gains traction or something they will want to also post the same image in hopes of gaining the likes and stuff like that. Like if you live your life trying to create art for that specific moment, you will ultimately fail. Just about because you can
0: never, no matter how hard you try, you can't. You can't recreate, recreate that
1: because mo- Everything is a moment, right? right? Like you can't recreate a moment that somebody else already created. Like I seen like this one. There was this one post right recently. Um, it's maybe a few months ago. This one dude from like Toronto. He like he um. Posted this uh, it's kind of like a little uh, video clip, like a photo- like like a picture, like a moving I- image. It was it wasn't a still image though, right? Okay. It was crazy. Some like Grim Reaper character that was like on on like the I think it was a Golden Gate Bridge or something. It was crazy. Like I'd never seen anything like that before. This dude had like a relatively small following. In a span of two days, I literally seen this man's following skyrocket to half a million wow followers wow i'm talking about in two days but that video was viewed like i think like 14 15 million times or something insane got reposted on like everything like people that had nothing to do with photography were reposting him you know what i'm saying so it just goes to show you like when your work is dope like it's gonna happen regardless like you can't you you shouldn't have to worry about you know whether this is gonna pick up or gain traction or whatever this dude said he was working on that for like he said it was like 50, 150 hours or something on that six or seven second clip he was working on. It's crazy.
0: That's insane. Do you ever feel pressured to sort of post or to sign kind of like, okay, like enough time has passed? Like, you know, with music, it's like, and I'm sorry to keep making these analogies oh, yeah, or like, you know, yeah. references to music. I just love it so much. But like, you know, with music <laughs> it's like people don't just, you know, do what Future did a few years ago with just dropping mixtapes or projects and stuff right, back right. to back to back. They kinda let yeah. things marinate, let things kinda wait mm-hmm. out. Does the same thing sort of apply to photography, especially like with what you do? Like when you post stuff, you know?
1: I feel like um it's a it's a personal choice, you know? Like your art should not be dictated by an algorithm on Instagram telling you that you need to post regularly, right? So, like, if you turn it into a job and it's not a fun job for you, then I feel like you're ultimately doing yourself a disservice. If you are going out of your way and you're shooting constantly, like, there's times where, like, I might want to post every day for, like, a week or two weeks, you know? Hasn't happened often in a while because I'm just so busy, but if it does and I'm in, like, one of those modes where I feel like I want to do it, then I can do it. I never feel pressure to to, to have to post on Instagram because of Instagram telling me or people telling me whatever. I kind of just do what I want, and I feel like that's why. Like I'm I'm one of the few people who doesn't really get caught up in social media, even though I'm on social media. You know what I mean?
0: Okay. So you're like kind of like a photographer who just happens to share stuff.
1: For sure, yeah. I'm actually like a picture hoarder, really. If I really think about it, like I probably have like maybe I could drop a picture for like maybe a year and a half to two years every day today wow
0: so what are you you holding back for man
1: but i have to have a purpose for the pictures that i drop you know what i'm saying so like i don't i like dropping things that have meaning you know so i might have an image that i took maybe two years ago that didn't mean anything to me when i took it but then like a meaning will arise and then could you sort of like
0: describe maybe some give you an example
1: so um i think there was recently uh when uh for instance when the um Democrats just took back the house. I had an image of the Capitol Hill that I wasn't had no plan on like reposting or, or posting at all. I had that image for maybe like a year. But like I revisited it and then like went back, re-edited it, you know, um, changed the color scheme and everything like that on how I wanted it to go. Just to give it the vibe of what I felt like it felt like to me had I been there, you know what I mean? Right. So now then it had some kind of substance to me initially when i took it i took it at a convenience like i work fairly close to the capitol hill i could walk there you know so i usually take a little stroll and take images and stuff like that um but it doesn't really mean anything at the time so
0: how do you find it. how do you find sort of value in that you know you you know you and i like we've been in the dmv for as long as we could remember you know and as most of us at least for me you know it's very easy for me to take like breathtaking sights like these monuments you know for granted so how do you sort of re sort of remind yourself and kind of like look at them and you know and be able to take those breathtaking shots that you do
1: um that's a very interesting question uh i like i don't think i have an answer for that in terms of like being able to decide what i shoot but for me it's more along the lines of like when i see something right whether i've seen it for the first time or if i've seen it for the millionth um, time right? a million times, yeah. it's just that there might be a different type of reaction that i gain from it if the weather's different if the clouds look different if it's a sunnier day like you know what i'm saying weather has impact on it um however i'm feeling i might just decide like i want to go to mlk today you know just to just to see how it feels you know go go take a picture of it or whatever but it it kind of all just depends on so many different variables you know for me and i think it's also k- kind of boils down to like the photographer's eye in a sense you know because everyone can pick up a camera but can anyone can can everybody truly be a photographer like it's it's a very very difficult thing for me to think that everyone has that gift because we have such amazing cameras nowadays that you and i can take the exact same picture if you and I have, are looking at the exact same thing from the same perspective. But now, had I not been there, would you find that same angle? Like, I I find it funny that there's, there's been a lot of scenarios where I've gone to like, um, photography meetups and stuff like that, you know, and shout out to them, you know what I'm saying? They're able to like, you know, help out a lot of people, you know, kind of help them on how to take pictures and, and how to do things. But I always scope out the individuals that, Stray away from the pack because I think those to me are the people that I want to be friends with. Because it's like, what makes you want to step out by yourself when all fifty people are going that way, following the biggest names? You know what I'm saying? These are the guys. You know what I'm saying that you want to follow, right? But you went out of your way to take a shot that I know is gonna be crazy, just because you're literally
0: not, you might be you know, the only one
1: taking that, that shot. the only one who's getting that perspective. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's the type of things that I think about when it comes.
0: That's to sort to of what drives you in a way for sure yeah. i feel like that's kind of like that's i feel like ideally is what everybody should strive to be is sort of as different and unique as possible you know and just because this is working for that person mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean you should you know try and sit here and break down their formula and try and recreate it yourself for because sure. it goes back to what you said you may be just dis- doing yourself a disservice
1: exactly and, and, it, and it also boils down to like uh just being genuinely unique, right? Because then there's this always there's this attempt at people trying to be different so much. So oh, that's what know, I said. And, yeah, right. And you know that you are not that different, right? And there's nothing wrong with being normal in a certain sense. But if you do have a unique perspective, then showcase it, because it's 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 who you are. I
0: agree. I agree. And not everybody has that unique perspective. From what you're saying, I get that totally, <laughs> man. That's that's awesome. Um, so can you do you remember the first ever shot you've ever taken
1: first ever shot that i've ever taken like you said
0: this is i'm proud of this one right here
1: and i said this is the one i I feel like every time i take a shot it's the same feeling okay yeah so for me it's like it's kind of like reliving that moment where i i take a shot and i kind of look at it and i'm like man this might be like my best shot you know and then like i'll go on a shoot maybe like a week later and i'll take another shot and it'll be completely different and i'll feel like it's it's kind of like it's kind of like i guess what it would feel like to have kids you know be like you know it's kind of like that comparison you tell you ask a parent you know who's they, your favorite they, kid they right? probably right. might have a favorite let's kid, be real because you know, i'm the favorite let's kid, be real right, saying, right. right? To come on now because sure. i'm that you know I'm, I'm that guy come on you know I'm now it, it happens you know what i'm saying shout out to my siblings and all but right. you know it's, it's me but you know my parents would never see that they'd right. be like it's you know, I love all of you, oh, you know? that little generic uh, yeah yeah <laughs> it's that same answer, you know, so I feel like that's that's how it is for me and my shots because they all mean something different to me at a different time and when I took them.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool. So let's get a little serious real quick, you know, um so in light of you know today's sort of social um you know climate, do you as a creative sort of feel pressures, you know um? And sort of shedding light on uh, different, like you know, shedding light on creative, like shedding light creatively on social issues.
1: Um, do I feel you said like, like a pressure? I, a pressure? Um, I wouldn't say I feel a pressure, but I would say I feel like when you have a uh, a platform, you have to try your best to to do you know things that aren't necessarily that easy for you to do, right? And 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 politics, for sure. You know what I mean? Those aren't very easy things to touch on. But at the same time, it is a responsibility for you. If you have what it takes in your creative realm to be able to shed some light. Now, the way you do it could be completely different. You know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be as overt. Maybe, you know, you could be throwing subliminals. It could be a little subtle, you know, but I feel like definitely I personally would encourage it, you know? And everybody should do it on their own time. I don't feel like anybody should be pressured to do it um, just because it's a hot topic right now because everybody's doing it. But if you feel like you've got to a certain level where you are completely comfortable and content with your work, then you can kind of showcase different angles and, and you know become an activist in a sense. You know, okay, an artistic, uh, artistic uh, activist. Could yeah. you like
0: further like sort of kind of, I don't know, describe um, ways to uh go about you know uh conveying that strong message or that strong you know uh what's the word for it yeah the strong you could say the strong message within a like a movement
1: um i I would say like you know photographers at the end of the day are you know they're like they're journalists in a sense you know what i'm saying of your respective environment right So there's different types of photographers, but like, if you have, for instance, a rally going on, you know, prime example, when the Baltimore riots were happening, right. right? Those those shots shots. were phenomenal, right. And it's because these shooters were in the right place at the right time, you know, had they decided to say, Hey, we're going to stay home and we don't want to utilize, you know, our cameras to be able to showcase the struggle, you know, would we have gotten those type of shots, you know? So I feel like, you know, just understanding the value of what the photographer is able to bring and they themselves understanding that they need to be a part of, you know, these social reforms and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Stepping up to the plate when it truly matters can be a a monumental change. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of power that comes with, you know, photography and just those those powerful, breathtaking shots, you know, um, Some of the most powerful shots happen in the most critical moments in time. You know, um, I remember talking about it with you the other day about that one photographer who took the picture of the baby, the starving baby. Just briefly talk about that and the effect it had and everything Um, that came out of that one shot.
1: So that image was like about um, it, it was in it was somewhere in Africa. I'm not sure exactly where it was, but it was an image taken of a starving baby. With a vulture in the background, and the nuances behind the image were so deep. You know, it was a lot of like negative backlash, unfortunately, for the photographer after they took the image. Although the photographer ended up winning multiple awards for it and stuff, it ended up being probably one of the photographer's most regrettable images that they'd taken because people were asking, Why didn't you help the child? etc. Why would you? you know, uh, utilize this moment um, of vulnerability for that kid and and try to kind of capitalize off it because the image was sold and, and stuff like that. But then it goes back to the issue of like when a journalist reports on what's happening, does that mean that the journalist is at fault or are they just stating what happened? You know, when it comes to a photographer, certain photographers like that gentleman, if I'm not mistaken, was a video journalist, right? So he's doing photojournalism and taking images of what's happening in a specific area. He's not saying that he's allowing this vulture to eat the baby, you know, but it's more along the lines of what will this kid be once this kid eventually dies inevitably, as sad as it sounds, you know, it's a harsh reality though, right? Yeah, so. People just have to think about it from that perspective. There's always two sides to everything, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy how such a powerful shot like that can create so much backlash. Right, you know? Right.
1: Do you feel like
0: you have anything like that in your arsenal? If you oh, feel like oh. you could do something like that? Oh, for
1: sure. I I think you know when it comes to like Africa and and a lot of other third world nations, you know, there are certain images that you're able to capture that are way beyond your you know your they're, they're so much stronger than your normal portrait that you're able to capture because these people have been through so much more emotion, you know? They've been through so much more struggle. When you take a picture of like an older gentleman that's been in a, you know, has been through in, in it. Mul- multiple wars, lives in a village, you know, you can kind of see the strain in their faces, you know? So I feel like when you go to certain places, they they just they just hit more. The images are just stronger, but it's like, what are you going there for? Are you doing it for the right reasons? Are you going there just to take a really cool picture, you know, to say that, you know, I was able to capture these shots or are you going there to impact people and make a change and, and, and do things on the ground whilst also showcasing the people that live there? That's the key. Do
0: you feel like a, uh, do you feel responsibility sort of growing to sort of you know jump into that field as you get bigger you know with your brand and you know your type of photography and stuff like that do you feel like things can go into that direction
1: i feel like that's yeah inevitably like that's where i want to go i feel like that's where you can impact the most change you know through your work um i would love to get an opportunity to work with you know nonprofits you know and be able to to, to capture some images and, and, and also capture not only the negative, but the positivity of like being able to change, uh, uh, bring like, you know, building wells and, and doing amazing things and seeing kids rejoice at, at getting water that they normally would have struggled to to gain and stuff like that you know so I I for sure definitely can see myself doing that in the near future show could you say
0: could you see or is, would you be able to say that people sort of don't value I mean this sounds crazy but I gotta mm-hmm. ask like do you would you think that maybe people don't value photography as much as maybe like film you know in the sense of like maybe one photograph like a still shot maybe not be on the same have the same weight? in value as maybe a documentary or something?
1: Oh, uh, I feel like when it comes to like photography, you see, you see, the thing is like, just because they're both with the camera, people tend to think they're one in the same, you know, you give somebody a camera, they, then they'll be a photographer slash videographer, you know, just because they know how to use the camera. That's not the case. The thing is, they're two totally different art forms, you know? When you have somebody who's able to create film, you know, or, or a storyline or, you know, or video, it's completely different than somebody trying to capture a still image, still images to me, because I can do both are more way more difficult Mm -hmm. because you have, you have to like showcase an entire emotion of what's happening without, Without without, without having the luxury of being able to have words, subtitles music underlining. Be able to even
0: create a context.
1: Right. Because because you know, music in itself will also make you feel a certain way as well, right? So when you have a video clip, it could be as short as thirty seconds. Or it could be a still image and and that still image, if taken correctly, can have so much more impact because it leaves your mind, you know, your mind will wander in a sense of like you don't have any context. You don't know what it is that's happening here, but it'll make you think, you know, so your imagination as the consumer will be a lot wilder, whereby when you're doing video, you can kind of you know hold the hand mm. of the of the consumer, and you can kind of lead them. It's to a little where easier you want them to, to pick it's, up. It's that. way easier. I'm directing you to write. Come follow yeah. me. Come yeah. here. Let's yeah, go school, exact, you
0: know? exactly. It's One of those. It's it's a little easier, you know, and yeah. it kind of it doesn't give the people, the audience, you know, a chance to like you know
1: feel for themselves. Exactly. What they should be feeling. Exactly. Right, and right. you know,
0: yeah. with with still shots, it's like like you said, you know. It's just there's so much interpretation, you know, depending right. on, you know, it's such a big world out here. And, you know, so many walks of life, so many things that happen to so many different people and stuff like exactly. that, causing them to have different perspectives, different outlooks on different things. You know, right. um, you know, a tree falling in the forest or something like that, you know, I mean, you could see it, but we have because you lived a certain way, you can see it completely different. For sure. Right. Yeah. You could be yeah. looking at paying attention to the animals that may be around it. That may mm-hmm. have been crushed me. I'm thinking, okay, I may have lived a simple life. I just see a tree falling. For sure. Right? Yeah. So sometimes, you know, with photography, I just feel like, you know, it it's, it leaves that open. Do- it leaves that door open. To interpretation. To interpretation. To yeah. discussion, you know, mm-hmm. for people to, you know, s- to spark thought. Right. Right. Feel a certain way about Exactly. And yeah. make people, you know, sort of feel. Exactly. So that's mm-hmm. that's amazing. It's kind of like poetry, right? Kind of like poetry, <laughs> just a little bit just, just, a, just tad. a tad bit it's it's crazy what photography a vi- does
1: a visual poet yeah so that's, that's that's what i'm start that's what i'm to put in my in my bio Swizzy's world yeah. the visual poet i'm a visual poet wow i might actually run with that that's that's heat <laughs> can we can Hello. we can we, <laughs> can we just create a whole <laughs> yeah, new now, thing right whole, here live if on you, if you see if you see that on the bio just know where it came from hey, brother.
0: Man. i'm honored i'm flattered and uh <laughs> i can't wait to see it soon hey, Hopefully. Hey, hey, only on no limit I'm only guys. on no limit radio baby <laughs> live and coming at you live and direct man sure, but sure. um you know as we you know begin to sort of get out of here i just want to you know ask you know for beginners out there sort of you know inspired by your work or anybody's work looking to get into photography or anything like that could you sort of i don't know give some tips or ideas or things that they should probably like try and focus on or something like that?
1: Um, I, I would say the biggest advice that I would give any up and coming or beginning uh, photographer would be just to just be true to yourself and don't allow anybody to dictate how you should, how you should shoot anything because the problem is people tend to like learn from somebody else and you now completely pick up their learning style, right? So if if I were to like help you learn how to use your camera, I would literally only show you what it is you can do with your camera. I wouldn't tell you how to shoot, you know. So now that you know, like when you're taking a specific picture or something, you know, whether you're messing with the aperture or the ISO and stuff like that, I would tell you how it is to use your camera. But I wouldn't tell you. But now you should take the images from here, or you should do that because I want you, the the beginner, to learn. And cultivate your own style of shooting. You know? So like from I what
0: I understand, it's like sort of like I can only give you the tools on how to do I this. Mean, and I can stuff give like you that. every. I can give you everything. It's really but up then, to you it, on how you use it. Right, right?
1: Right. But but I feel like I can give you everything, but you then wouldn't be you. You would be me, right? So now I would kind of be forcing somebody on how I shoot when in actuality they might have a different style that could even surpass my style, really. But I can confine them to my shooting style if I Teach them that this is the only way, and this is the only way to do it, which I don't think is, you know, I don't think it's. That's right. a
0: beautiful thing about it, man. You know, with this world, it's 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 gonna be here, but it was here before you, and it was here after you, and you know, whatever you decide to do, I always felt this way. It was whatever you decide to do and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, get what you can out of it, you know, for you and stuff like that. But also, never lose sight of, you know, everything's always bigger than you. You know, for your sure. effect. You know, what you do and stuff like that affects not only you and the people around you, but people you may never ever see. You know, I agree. Right. So um, to sort of a push, push things to, you know, show, you know, show what you can, you know, do what you do, you know, within your field and stuff like that, not only for you, but, you know, for people to come years and years after you and stuff like that, you know, it's important. I agree. Thank you for, you know, taking this trip, you know, stopping by, you know, and checking this thing out. And, you know, I appreciate putting in your time and giving us, you know, these valuable you know, tips, ideas, and everything like that, and giving the audience ultimately a chance to see, you know, who is Swizzy and who is this man who's taking these breathtaking shots, so.
1: Appreciate you, brother.
0: Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Can you go ahead and just, like, you know, drop the socials, you know, just for anybody who, you know, I don't know. I'd be surprised if you don't know by now, but anybody who can't find you, where would they be able to find you? sure,
1: so uh, you can find me on IG, Swizzy's World. That's S-W-I-Z-Z-Y-S, World um not really heavy on twitter um i just recently um uh, you can also find me on amazon actually um i amazon just picked me up as a as an amazon influencer recently okay which is, uh, which is a pretty cool thing that's actually okay. that's definitely exclusive that's definitely exclusive. is that an exclusive too <laughs> that, that definitely is exclusive yeah okay it's, it's pretty recent um working with amazon so that that that's pretty fun um they give you like kind of like your own Shop do you get like a free prime membership? They give you, I gotta ask. No, but they pay you for like any direction that you can kind of like let's say they'll give you like a like a shopping list kind of thing or whatever. So whatever I'm able to direct any kind of traffic to and somebody buys it off my page, you know, I get a, a little cut, you know. Shout out okay. to Amazon for that.
0: You know. Shout out Amazon, man. We'll That's, take it. We'll take it, man. Hey man, I don't care what or how much or anything you get some man hey we'll take it amazon there's a whole lot more than a lot of people out here so hey i'll take it man well congratulations to all your you know all your achievements all your accomplishments and everything like that appreciate it, it brother you know best of luck to your future and everything you know if 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 anything i see if my vision has any worth or something like that i definitely see a bright future for you and i'm excited to see what's next for you all right, so looks um, my
1: guy, I appreciate you having me here man. I know this is going to be super big. So the next time we sit I hope this, so man. Ne- next so. time we sit down, you know, I'm going to have to be asking you to schedule me in man. I yeah, right. Yeah, right. I know it's going to be crazy shawty, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right.
0: Well, thank you once again. Uh, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of No Limit Radio. Once again, you guys know how to find us at No Limit Radio DMV on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You could also check out the videos when they come out too on youtube um yeah more to come uh and we'll definitely uh see this guy very soon man so deuces i'm gonna catch y'all when i catch y'all